here it comes again, lunch. Will it be the same old, same old? Or are you ready to take a vacation from the ordinary with the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub at Firehouse Subs? Freshly sliced smoked turkey breast, craveably sweet mustard sauce, and a hint of Caribbean seasoning. Just $5.55 for a medium. Save time. Order the new Jamaican Jerk Turkey Sub on the Firehouse Subs app. Firehouse Subs. Enjoy more subs. Save more lives. Participating locations, limited time only, plus tax. Prices may vary for delivery. This podcast is a member of the Voices of Wrestling podcasting network. Visit VoicesOfWrestling.com to hear the rest of our great podcasts, as well as show reviews, columns, opinions, and updates across the world of wrestling. The New Japan PuroCast is proudly sponsored by GaijinCollectibles.com, your number one source for Japanese wrestling merchandise shipped straight from Japan to your mailbox. Check out their selection of in-stock merch like t-shirts, action figures, magazines, trading cards, or use their purchasing service to order items from Japanese websites like the New Japan Shop. Like them on Facebook and follow them on Twitter, GaijinCollectibles.com. Alright everyone, welcome to this week's edition of the New Japan PuroCast, your weekly audio source for all things in the world of New Japan Pro Wrestling. My name is Colin Miller, being joined alongside, as always, by Mr. Damon McDonald. It is Sunday afternoon, July 30th at the time that we are recording this, and today we are going to be talking all about the second week of the G1 Climax 27, a tournament that is already being heralded by uh, many respected pro wrestling journalists as the greatest pro wrestling tournament of all time, Damon. How about that? Mm, that's, uh, that's, that's a lofty uh, status there. Right? They're, uh, we're already throwing uh, high praise to a tournament that's not even... Uh, is it halfway over? It's about halfway over. It's now, almost right? halfway over. All right. Well, that's... Uh, that's you know that's nice to hear I guess right uh, from uh, all the pro wrestling press uh, I feel very similar to that this is really good Colin these uh, these last week it sounded like we were literally circle jerking it right I mean we were we were just we we couldn't get enough of the new Japan right and it and it and and we did get some feedback uh, basically saying eh, you know you know we're damned if we do we're damned if we don't you know if 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 we shit on something, we're the most negative fucking podcast on God's green earth. Uh, but if we praise something, we're, you know, fanboys and all that stuff. I don't care. I'm going to give you my opinion regardless. We are honest. That's what we are. Yeah. We're always going to give you our honest opinion on these shows. And that's right. That's how we feel. I mean, I, I felt that way after the first week was over. Like, damn, this is just the just just another level of pro wrestling that you can't you know find anywhere else. Yeah. You know what's great is that like so we're on the East Coast. And uh, I don't know about you, Colin. I'm not staying up for shit. You know? No. Um, you know, but um, the minute I wake up, which is bright and early, by the way, it is. You know, I could probably watch a lot of these shows live if I really wanted to. Just wake up a little bit earlier. I don't, be a big, I don't sleep a lot to begin with. Um, matter of fact, I don't fucking sleep at all hardly. But You're anyway. like the president. 
<laughs> up all night. <laughs> up all night. Just just angry tweeting. Yep. <laughs> just sending texts to whomever. Like a like a fucking farmer's irrigation system, right, Colin? Have fun in Tokyo, Colin. <laughs> that was that, that's probably my favorite Damon McDonald text of all time. Yeah. I'll... Like you know that, was... that it's like the lowest point. Oh, you know I've hit rock bottom when when I'm when I'm when I'm chucking out those. But here's a story with that one though. That that night was really disaster. That was a real disaster night. Um, Total disaster. It was just brutal. And here's the thing too. There was you know, of course it was alcohol fueled. Um, that was a that was just the, the bad that, that that was a bad night. That's a bad example, but but a common example unfortunately. <laughs> um, a hilarious and- example. It is hilarious. It, like, like, it, it, know what it is? It's the post. It's, it's like, the, it's like the night after where you realize what was done, you know. And fucking Eric is hitting you up and be like, "Why'd you block me, dude?" <laughs> just craziness. Oh me, I'm just such a fucking handful. Um. Anyway, Colin, getting back to the G1 talk, if you don't mind. Yes. Um. It's what a joy it is to wake up ev- almost almost every morning and know that there is some delicious pro wrestling just waiting for you, isn't it? And you like, know what? That's, I was... that's, that's fantastic. That's just such a good feeling because no matter how shit your day is going to be, right, and, and you know that waiting for you is at least two matches that you're going to be like, oh, this is worth living. And not only that, not only that, and I don't think I'm exaggerating when I say this, but the floor for the majority – of these matches is four stars. That's the floor for the majority of matches in this tournament. The main event matches or just matches in general? Damon, I'll tell you what. Um, some of the third matches, you know, there's five G1 Climax matches. Like, a lot of these mm-hmm. matches that go on third, I end up walking away like, wow, that, that might have been the best match on the card. Yeah. There, listen, there have been some sh- stuff where I'm like, that kind of fucking stunk. Um, and more recently, right? More recently, um, we have to talk about Yano and Okada or, or and Omega. We do. Right? We have to talk about that nonsense. Uh, we have to talk about um, oh, what was it? Uh, Tamatanga and Suzuki, which you are telling me that you loved. Yeah, right? we're gonna have a difference of opinions regarding this morning show, which we're gonna talk about. We're gonna review all the matches uh, from this morning. But within that, we're also going to sprinkle in our thoughts throughout the rest of the week because there were some amazing matches oh. from this past week and there yeah. were some head scratchers, as you were alluding to, with the uh, great Yano Omega controversy. So what do you say we dig into it right now yeah. and Let's do get into this morning's show again, uh, Sunday, July 30th. This one took place from the Gifu Industrial Hall. How about that? Mm. Uh, first G1 match of the evening, we saw Toruyano versus Evil. And my thoughts going into this were, uh, you know, I just really hope that Evil hits his finish within like 30 <laughs> seconds of the bell and gets this out of the way quickly. And sure enough, about a minute, 30 seconds into it, Evil hits his finish. One, two, three. Uh, a loss for Yano. You wasted your genie wish on, on a Yano evil match. <laughs> I did. <laughs> like, I wish I had a million dollars and uh, two supermodels. No, you wasted it on Yano and fucking evil. Hey, I just uh, wanted to get it over with, and that's what they did. Perfect. Well, well, look, if that is you that did that, God bless you. I'll, I owe you a beer. 
because uh, I was similar in that. I don't know what there is to review, right? There really, that really wasn't a match. It was um, it was a squash, right? Well, it was a Not ball a squash, shot, but... a ball shot that Evil didn't sell, right? And then you know, right into the finish, right, right into the what did you call that slam? That fucking uh... I think it's called Everything Is Evil. Everything is evil. I call problem. it the evil buster, personally. I think that has a better <laughs> ring to it, but... I call it the evil for sure. Yeah. It's I an STO. Yeah, I just made that up. Uh, for, I, I couldn't do that again if I tried to. Um, hey, look. We get, uh, was it two minutes long? It was one minute and 33 seconds. Really? Yep, wow. a minute 33. Wow. I had All my right. stopwatch. I was tired of every match. So there's nothing to review with this match, right? So we can't, I can't be like, oh, Evil worked hard. You know, it was it, what, one minute and 30-something seconds. It, it, it yep. was one of those. Uh, it was like, you know, you know what I think in the back? It's like, so you have, you know, you have Yano, right? Uh, and you know that you're working Yano that night. And they probably come up to you and, they, and they're like, all right, pick a straw, right? <laughs> and if it's the shortest straw, you get the night off and you get that, you get that one minute match and you're just like, yes, I'm out of here. And, 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 you know, it's like you, you take longer to get dressed than, than, than to have the match. You're probably just like, yes. Um, the other straw is ball shot, roll up, you lose. You lose. <laughs> right. right, exactly. Um, let's, let's talk Yano, shall we? Let's talk Yano. A very polarizing figure in the New Japan world. He is, and and again, I, we said last week how uh, I at least enjoy Yano in the sense of you don't know what the fuck you're going to get. Right. You could get a you could get a ten minute match. You could get the two minute match that we just saw. You could get the ball shot roll up. He gets the win. That to me makes it interesting. The actual match itself is kind of like, oh, all right, it's kind of the same shit, different day. Um. But there is that element of surprise and that element of, oh, my God, are they going to fuck over whoever he's wrestling? Um, is it, Overall, his body of work so far in G1, I, I don't want to say are you impressed, but do you think he's filling his role as expected? Well, look, like you said, Yano is there to bring that element of unpredictability into matchups. Um, I think that his best match thus far, and I think most of our listeners will agree with this, it's been against Okada, right? right? That was probably Yano. That, that might have been Yano's best match of his career, really. But um, is he fulfilling that role of the wild card, the, oh, my God, this could be over in three seconds with a quick pull of the hair, shot of the balls? Um, yeah, I think he has. To a certain degree, right? Like you didn't buy the Okada ones, right? No. Did you buy? Did you buy? Did you buy anything in the in the Omega match? I certainly thought that there was a better chance of Yano pulling one over on Omega than uh, he did Okada, but um, that <laughs> that was a different match, right? That was. All right, uh, you want to go here? You want to go here now? Because we're gonna dance around again, like we did last week. I'm we sure. might as well because it's on both of our minds right now. It is. This 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 controversial, now infamous Kenny Omega versus Toru Yano match from a few nights ago. Look, this this match was complete nonsense, right? It was just if if you love the comedy, you you were in heaven. Because for the most part, that's what it was. And I think the iconic spot will be, you know, the the tape that's 
taped around each other's ankles, right? And the hopping to the ropes and the hop, you know, that spot will go down in, in GIF history, right? I didn't hate the match, as shocking as this sounds. I didn't hate it. It's not my cup of tea, right? It's it, this was not a Damon match for by any stretch of the imagination. Neither was it a Colin match. Okay, so we're on this. You didn't like it. I won't say that I didn't like. You know what? I think that um, uh, a mutual uh, friend of ours that you might know is, uh, I believe, his name is Mackie. Mm-hmm. He kind of summed it up best. He said that this was the greatest DDT match in New Japan history. <laughs> That's good. Mackie comes up with the judge. Mackie's right? one of those. Yeah, he, he's he does have a little uh, uh, understanding. I, 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 and and while I, I I usually don't watch the comedy, like usually I'm fast forwarding through the comedy. And we knew. What did we say? This was going to be Turtleneck Kenny, right? Oh yeah, you were saying he's going to have 17 black T-shirts on last week. <laughs> right. right. He's going to be covered head to toe in cloth. Um. So. We knew what we were getting with this match, so let's let's not let's not pull any punches and think that this was going to be uh, Tokyo Dome Kenny, right? We knew this was going to be silliness, and and he probably circled this on his calendar and was like, ah, finally I could fucking do you know the silliness that I haven't done really for a long, long time in right. a singles match, right? So I'm sure he had built up comedy spots in his head for months, just thinking about. The possibility of working with Yano. Oh, he had this one circled on his calendar. Make no mistake. So for him, like he obviously enjoys that element of of pro wrestling. I don't think there's any question about that. He enjoys the comedy as well as the seriousness. And I will go so far as to say that he probably does both very, very well. I'm more of a fan of the serious Kenny. Uh, and I think the majority of our audience is, but I do feel that there are certain pockets of the uh, internet and even the the wrestling uh, fandom community that enjoy the comedy much more than the serious wrestling, right? And I think that there are people that kind of sway both ways in the sense of they appreciate the comedy, they they appreciate the the Tokyo Dome, okay. right? Um. You would be a better judge because, because again, I don't really watch the comedy to begin with. Like, I'm, you know, like, you know, back in the day, if, if, if I'm looking at fucking Jimmy Valiant, I'm it's fast forward. You know, I'm not, I'm not sitting around for that nonsense. Um, DDT, I, I rarely watch. I'll watch their main events because they're, they're generally, usually pretty good. Uh, but comedy does nothing for me. It, it's, it, it actually somewhat embarrasses me, right? Like, I can't. Like, I cringe at some spots. And quite frankly, I, cr- I think it gives um, a, a certain pocket of fans more fuel to say, hey, see, this is just, you know, hokey bullshit, right? Yeah. Um, I, and, I, and, I, and here's the thing. I'm not going to be that guy. If you enjoy the comedy, then that's what the, and that's what you that's the pleasure that you you get from pro wrestling. That's like me saying, you know, uh, I listen to. David Bowie, right? But I like a certain pocket. Like, I like David Bowie's low period or hero's period as opposed to, you know, the thin white Duke period, right? I like fame. Uh, Okay. All right. So, all right. Um, but, but my point is, is that I, I would never wag my finger at that person. No, that, that fucking era sucked, you know? Well, it's still David Bowie. Um, 
and the same thing with Kenny Omega. Like, I, it's it's not my preference. Like, I would rather hear, you know, uh, you know Queen Bitch as opposed to Let's Dance, right? Um, and uh, I, But I don't think there's anything wrong with that. But I'm not going to wag the finger. I guess my point is this, Colin. While I personally didn't enjoy the match, and I, I actually thought the match was, not for nothing, pretty terrible, right? As a comedy, as the, as the comedy element, I'm assuming, and I'm asking you, that this was a good comedy match? Shoulder shrug? Hands in the air? Oh, as a comedy match? As a comedy match, this was like Okana, Tana, Okana Tanahashi. <laughs> like, this was like total Bugs Bunny, Roadrunner, Yosemite Sam. Right. You know, that that's what kind of match this was. Now, I think that the problem here is that this match took place within the confines of what we were just yeah. saying was is, is the greatest pro wrestling tournament of all time. Like, had this not been in the G1 Climax 27 if this was just a spot show somewhere in a farm town, mm. I think that this would have been heralded. But the fact that it took place in the G1 Climax, I think that's where we run into some issues. Now, with that being said, a wrestler like Kenny Omega, who a lot of people will call the greatest pro wrestler in the world, personally, I think he's probably the second best. Well, there's a young lady in Bed Bath and Beyond that's going to disagree with you. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to, I'd like to meet her and have a have a little conversation. But um, I'm sure you would. Yes, indeed. Uh, look, where I was going with this is Kenny Omega wrestles at a very high level, a level that a lot of people couldn't even dream of wrestling at. And do I have a problem with him, a guy who wrestles at that level, taking? A bit of a night off and saving a bit of gas and having a bit of fun? No, not really. I got to say, the match really didn't bother me at all. Right, right. Again, me neither. And I would agree with that 100%. It's not like he went in there with fucking Okada or he went in there with Ibushi. Like, imagine if he pulled that nonsense with Ibushi. I think everybody's head would explode. Everybody oh. would be... Everybody, there'd be riots in the streets. You know what the funny right? thing is, though, I think Abushi would probably go along with it. <laughs> well, me too. That's the scary part. That's where that's where I'm kind of walking a little bit on eggshells. He would with that love one. it because, yeah, I, I, you know, I think there's a better, you know, there's a forty percent chance that could possibly happen. Abushi's a free spirit if there ever was one. Yeah, he's a definition of free spirit. Um, so again, he didn't do that. I don't want to say in an important match because I think every G1 match, to me personally, kind of. I, I like the seriousness of it, but I mean, he's going to do it with Yano, right? He picked Yano. And and what's the difference between that match where, again, let's just call it Kenny taking a night off and doing his comedy stuff, which, you know, some of it was physical, some of it wasn't. Um, what's the difference between that and and Evil getting the, the two-minute, you know, easy win, right? You know, he punched in his clock. Two minutes later, he's punching out. And that's What's why Yano's in the tournament. He's yeah. there so you can have short matches like this. So you can, you know, let some guys rest up a bit and have a night off so they can uh, save some of their reserves for a bigger match on a bigger night. That's just the way it is with Yano in this tournament. Do you give props to Kenny and Yano for doing something like this? Because to me, it, it, it does... Again, this was the time to do it between these two guys, but... It does take a little bit of balls to kind of say, oh, yeah. eh, you know, I kind of do like the attitude of, eh, fuck it, I'm doing this, right? And I don't give a shit. It's going to be fun. I'm going to have a fucking blast. 
hopefully everybody else gets it, you know, gets the laugh as well. I do kind of like that that idea of Kenny Omega saying, fuck you, I'm going to do this. I, I do, I, I, but— I, I kind of like that. The, the only thing I don't like about it is that, like I said earlier, it gives more fuel for, like, the Jim Cornettes of the world to say, see, I told you, this is just a stupid video game wrestler— who would have been beaten within an inch of his life back in the day if he did something like this. And that's just not how the business is today. No, it's not. And and here's the thing, too. Um, I, I mean, if he, and again, apparently that is the case. Like, like he does harp on that. Um, I love Jim he, Cornette, by the way. Me, too. He's my he, – like, like, listen, I was the, 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 the dummy who had – like I had this notebook in high school, right? And instead of like just having a wrestler on there would probably be bad enough. But I had a picture of him. It was a <laughs> it was a picture of him, Paul Ellering, and JJ oh Dillon. Like they, all three of them were in a picture, and I had it on my notebook. Wait, this I, was in I, high school. Yeah, I wanted to be oh, Jim man. Cornette. You were the, uh, you I mean, were the coolest guy, Damon. Let me tell you something. I <laughs> fucking was. I was ahead wow. of my time. Um, but yeah, I loved I loved I, the Midnight Express were. I was obsessed with the Midnight Express. Yeah, I mean, you you were there in that era. You were in the thick of it, right? I was in the midst of it. And at the time, you know, Jim Cornette was, you know, hands down to me, the best manager in, in pro wrestling. My, but my point being is this. Like, if, if Jim Cornette can't look at um, – or and, and, and again, I don't want to single out Jim Cornette at all. No, I, but I just use that. that as an example. Right, because he's the most vocal, right? Yes. He he is the most out front with it. And And here's the thing, too. I give Jim Cornette all the credit in the fucking world because he has the balls to say it. Especially right. in this day and age, right? Um, with that said, I don't think I. Again, I, I think the Jim Cornettes of the world can't hand wave the hour match that that happened at Dominion, and he, they, they do though. <laughs> that's the thing. Well, that's that that's that's nonsense. Because they see stuff like this. Because they basically because they see a gif on Twitter. That just makes them roll their eyes. They kind of do hand wave a lot of the more serious stuff. And that's where I, I, I have a problem with matches like this taking place in the first place. But, uh, you know, for me, I, I, I don't care. I can still enjoy the amazing match that he had with Michael Elgin this past oh. week. Oof. Yeah, we'll get there. Because that was an amazing fucking match. Um, yeah, I mean, I, 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 mean, I, I, find, I, I feel sorry for them if, if they can't look past that. And they, and they don't see it in in the context in which this is. I mean, again, this is a match with Yano. This is a match uh, with Kenny Omega. That, that, I mean, that's what you're going to get. It, it kind of goes back to the, the, the Ricochet, Will Ospreay shit, you know? And it's like, that's what you're going to get. Like, you're in the, the, the best of the Super Juniors. This is what you're, you're going to see some flippy-do bullshit, right? It's kind of like, I don't know, like, what you, you're not going to see... You're not going to see an arm bar. No. <laughs> you know what I mean? You're not going to see a chin lock for 20 minutes. And nor, nor should you. Um... I, I again was this match my cup of tea? No. Did I think the match was good? No. Uh, but again, I don't know balls. I don't know dick all. I'm, I'm using every testicle reference I can right there. I don't know. You <laughs> <I laughs> should have been a the, urologist, David. <laughs> seriously, I think it's your testicles that are swollen, sir. <laughs> sir, that's my pee. Oh, sorry, I, I get them confused. My bad. Um, it's uh, I don't know anything about it. Right, because I, I don't watch it. I, I truly don't watch it. But I, I'm assuming, as comedy matches go, that was a good comedy match. That was a good comedy match. As a pro wrestling match, 
for what I enjoy, uh, I'll never watch that. Yeah, again. that's not a match that I'm gonna go back and watch. You no. know, it's 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 not like it was Naito versus Ibushi from night no. one that I'm gonna watch three times. But no. w- within the confines of uh, comedy matches, this this was like four and three quarter five star territory <laughs> in, in 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 the comedy realm. Believe me. Right. What did Meltzer give it? I'm cu- kind of curious. I think he gave I, it like a star and a half or something like that. You know what? I didn't read this past week's edition of The Observer, so I don't okay. know that off the top of my head. But I would be curious to go and uh, take a look and see how. I'm almost certain like, it was I, low. I was thinking to myself, how how can he judge a match? Like, like how does he go about judging this match? Again, I think he's judging matches and, and, and rating matches very similar to the way I would in the sense of it really wasn't a pro wrestling match. Like, like the, like it just, and, and it was a pro wrestling match and, and it was a pro wrestling match in the, in the goofiest sense of a pro wrestling match. Um, I think he kind of uses the mentality very similar to what we use in the sense of the, the seriousness. And I put that in air quotes because it is pro wrestling. Um, the, the, the sport element, um, the working, ability the um look not for nothing but if it doesn't take place in japan if, and if there isn't a the reverse hurricane rana i i don't give it a, it's not four stars so so ladder matches uh <laughs> yeah um you know any, any ladder match he, he's he's automatically popping in an extra uh, listen what you like what you like who knows but i what i care um but yeah i think he did if i'm not mistaken reading it he rated it pretty low so I don't look, whatever. Um, not my cup of tea. That is faux show. So there's our thoughts on that match, folks. And I want to get back to this morning's show. Um, we are having a little chat off the air about this. I don't, I don't think Damon, I don't think you like this as much as I did. And I will agree with you that perhaps this wasn't the best show as far as match quality. Not to say that there weren't some great matches, but I mean, we've seen some amazing matches this past week. However, I will say this. I think that this show featured the most interesting storytelling. Hmm. Well, um, possibly. Possibly. I'll explain as we get into it. Okay. Um, so, again, what, um, what match are we up to here on this show? Because, uh, truth be told, I, I thought this show was probably one of the weaker shows going. Like, like, I felt bad that we just watched this show, and that's the show we're leading into to our show. Um, cause I wasn't as hyped for this show as I was for other shows. Like if we came off of the Elgin Omega match, I would be like, ah, fucking new Japan's is the best. I'm getting a tattoo on my ass. And you know, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know, that wouldn't I, surprise me by the way, but, uh, uh, um, but like, I like the show that we just saw. I, I was just, uh, I don't know if, if I actually have a lot to say about it. I think there's some very interesting things that happened. Okay, so we saw saw Yano versus Evil. Like like we said, 1 minute, 33 seconds, Evil hits his finish. Easy, quick win for Evil, who uh, now has 8 points in this tournament, I believe. So we move on to, excuse me, Minoru Suzuki versus Tama Tonga. Yes. And at first glance, you wouldn't think that this would be my cup of tea because... There were some shenanigans, and there certainly was uh, seemingly endless brawling on the outside to kick this one off. And I was thinking to myself, my God, this should be... Why isn't this a double disqualification by now? Because these two guys stayed on the outside and brawled for what felt like forever. 
And, of course, uh, Suzuki, as he was walking down the aisle, I think uh, Tamatonga, I believe it was El Desperado, who he attacked and did a little Pearl Harbor job on Suzuki as he was following him to the ringside during his entrance. Mm-hmm. And they brawled, and they brawled, and... And they brawled, and they brawled. And they brawled, and they brawled, until finally we got to the count, the 20 count. And gets down to 19, both guys get in the ring, and it occurred to me that, boy, you know, Tamatonga, he's got a set of balls on him to pull a Pearl Harbor job on Suzuki. Like, the meanest guy in pro wrestling, he's going to pull that shit on? Boy, that takes some uh, little bit of testicular fortitude, if I don't say so myself. And when the finish of this match happened, to me, that was the payoff for all of the brawling that happened on the outside. Uh, Tamatonga tries to... Get the gun stun again on Suzuki. Suzuki gets him in the uh, sleeper, gosh pile driver. And just the look on his face when Suzuki pinned Tamatonga. He's just basically screaming in Tamatonga's face like a madman as he pins him. To me, that was the payoff for all of the brawling. Just that that viciousness from Suzuki. And uh, for him to say, uh-uh, motherfucker, you're not pulling that uh, ambush shit with me. I would agree with that, Colin. I'll, I'm going to give you that. I'm going to concede that point to you that that, that was uh, nice. After, like you described, countless minutes of brawling in the fucking crowd. Is there anything worse in pro wrestling than brawling in the fucking crowd? Ugh. Normally, I would say no. Oh, my God. I'm sitting here watching this match, and and here's what I hear, feel sorry for. I feel sorry for everyone else in that goddamn arena because they can't see shit, right? Except for the seven people that happen to be in vicinity of them chucking chairs. And not for nothing, if I have a full beer in, in my hand and you take it and pour it on somebody, I'm punching you in the face. I swear to God. Uh, if Don't Suzuki take takes it? Well, I'm not punching him in the face. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I thought. I'll fucking stick a boot in my ass. Um, I, that's just, a, I don't know, man. Everything about that match just really fucking, I'm just like, come on. Once the, the ending nonsense. happened, it all made sense to me. Like, no I appreciated it so much more. No, no disqualification. I, no. I, I hear you. And normally I'd be saying all this. I, I really just, I, I thought that this match would, would have been a nice little test again. And, and again, he doesn't care. Great. This would have been a nice little test for Tamatanga, right? This would have been a nice little test for Tamatanga to have a, le- a legitimate pro wrestling match with Suzuki. I agree with you, but remember, what, what is Tamatanga? He's the slippery eel. He's going to sneak up behind you and... Uh, and brawl for 20 minutes in the crowd like like he's fucking Bruiser Brody? You know what's funny? This match was only 10 minutes and 29 seconds. Oh, felt like a half an hour. Right? <laughs> That's what the brawling felt like. It really did because it means zilcho. Like it, to me, it felt like it meant nothing. Like it was just, uh, just. To me, it, it was, kind of enhanced uh, Tamatanga's uh, persona as this Tongan badass. Because again, you're gonna try that with Suzuki. I mean, the, he did the, it with evil. The gall on you. But he did it with evil. Yeah, Damon. But this is Minoru Suzuki. I understand that, but he'll but snap I, your leg. Okay. Give me the best Tamatanga match so far in this G1. For some reason, the Elgin the- match stands out. That, again, was that four? 
No. I'd have to go back and watch it. I don't think it was four. Like, like, like to me, I'm seeing nonsense and three stars. Right? I'll give this match three stars. I look, I'm going to say something that's probably me talking out my ass, but I'm going to say it anyway, because why the fuck not, right? This like, is the PuroCast. <laughs> right. Like, to me, brawling in the crowd, I, I can see that on a fucking indie show in the middle of nowhere, Pennsylvania. To me, it doesn't... I can't say it doesn't take skill, and it doesn't take talent, and it doesn't... Like, you, like at the end of the day, they got to walk out of the fucking building, right? I just don't see the... The sport. Like, I just... Not even the sport. Like, I just, like... I don't know. It just seemed like like 10 minutes of wasted time. It really felt like to me 10 minutes of wasted time. And I know this these are the two biggest heel factions and I know that these are, you know, two guys that that are known for shenanigans and bullshit. Suzuki Goon versus Bullet Club. I mean, these are the two shenanigan right. factions. I really wanted a match here. I'm I'm sorry, Colin. I really wanted a match. No, I feel you, but I felt like this was Tamatanga kind of giving Suzuki a taste of his own medicine because Suzuki is Mr. I'm going to take you through the crowd and throw you into chairs and get in the ring. I, and I'm going to be truthful, and we've seen this in the past. I can't say this is new for Suzuki, right? Right. We see this a lot with him. That I don't, I'm don't. i not particularly a huge fan of that. I just find that – I don't know, man. That's that The the brawling in the crowd just rubs me the wrong way. I really am not a fan of it. I do and, understand. And, and, and we got ten minutes of it. I know. Ten fucking well, minutes. Well, no, we of didn't. It. We didn't get ten minutes of it. The brawling in the crowd probably lasted for five. It was a ten-minute match. Half of it was brawling. I know, but to me, it kind of furthered the character development of Tamatanga. And... Wait, wait, wait. Okay, so wait. So they brawl for five minutes. They're knocking chairs, and there's there's one time there's this little kid. And and I think the dad grabbed him by like the scruff of the hair and pulled him out of the way because he would have gotten plowed. <laughs> he would have gotten just murdered. Uh, I was like, watch out for the fucking kid. Um, and then they brawl around on the other side, and then they go on the ramp, and then Suzuki's gonna put on a fucking ankle lock. <laughs> I was just like, what? What? <laughs> this is nonsense. You just brawled for ten minutes. Now you're gonna put on an ankle lock on the ramp? Uh, I don't know. It just wasn't for me, man. I'm not saying we're going to be talking about this at the end of the year, like this is uh, match of the year caliber. No, it, it 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 was what it was. I didn't mind it. Uh, I hated it. All right, that's fine. I did. I really did. I hated it. I I I I was like, if there's going to be a disappointment, it's going to be the fact that 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 was a that, that really to me was a, it was a, was a. A real again, I said it again. A, a real good test for Tamatanga against Suzuki. I know. If they had a good, if they just had a match, I'm guaranteeing you it could be good, really good. And maybe they will have uh, a, a match down the road, a singles match again. But uh, to me, you know, the the real payoff was the the look on Suzuki's face after this match. It's like, <laughs> yeah, right, kid. You thought you were gonna pull this over on me. I'm the baddest guy in pro wrestling, and now I'm gonna go beat on a young lion just for fun because I'm a bad man. Yeah, I guess. All right, I I didn't like it. I I I'm I, I... waste of time for me. Waste I, th time. I I think that Minoru Suzuki should hold every world title in every promo <laughs> promotion in pro wrestling. 
He, okay. sh- he should be WWE champion, NXT right. champion, Triple okay. Crown champion. All right. <laughs> That's just the, the 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 air that he gives off. Like he should just hold every title. Uh, uh, fine, but can we keep it in the ring? I'm begging him. Keep, just keep it in the ring. Well, w- w- when will he get to that final at Sumo Hall, Damon? He'll he'll, he'll see <laughs> he'll something there. All right, all right, there you go. All right, so that was that. You liked it better than I did. I was not a fan. You were a fan of it. All right. You know what I think that you are a fan of, and most people, most of our listeners are a fan of? Porn? I, p- perhaps, perhaps, <laughs> but even more so than that, I think that they are a fan of getting authentic Japanese merchandise shipped yeah. straight to their door directly from Japan. Of course, I'm talking about... GaijinCollectibles.com, Damon. Well, guess you just uh, sent an inquiry over to the great people over at Gaijin Collectibles. That would be me, ah. I sent over that, and I'll be sending over some payment as well for some merch shipped straight to my door. So, uh, listen, I practice what I preach in the sense of I go to Gaijin Collectibles for my pure merch, and I think that you should do the same because uh, quality merch—it's the—it's the stuff direct from the promotions. You know, the tags. A big thing are those tags, Colin. I don't know if you know. You know, you want to get the authentic merch. You want to look for that New Japan tag. Well, they got it. Of course, they do because they're getting it straight from the company itself. Uh, if you're into the All Japan, you can get the stuff there. Uh, Stardom, lots of stuff. Every promotion, they got it. Guys, your collectibles and. Again, easy, simple, shipped straight from Japan to your doors. Where, where, where else would you go, Colin? Uh, certainly not Hot Topic. <laughs> no. You know, imagine that. You're gonna, what are you going to chemical My Chemical Romance t-shirt, too? And a Young Bucks t-shirt. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, listen, not that I have ever would ever step foot in a Hot Topic, but um, good for them for selling it there. But you know what? I, I'd rather me, get my merch from Japan. Uh, me too, because we're fans of the promotions and we're fans of uh, of all the good people at Gaijin. So it's a win-win all the way around. So uh, again, for me, it's a no-brainer. It's Gaijin Collectibles, Colin. All righty, there we go. Uh, moving on to our next match. I think this is a match that we're both going to agree on that w- w- was very good. I'm, I'm talking about Michael Elgin versus Sonata. Yeah, I like this. Um, I thought the crowd was a little unresponsive at times, and I think that hurt the match a little bit. And, and it kind of hurt me from from getting as into it as I feel like I, I wanted to or as I should have. Uh, Michael Elgin, what a, what a what a treasure! What I a know. treasure! Oh my god! You know, it's funny because his year certainly didn't start out like this. I mean, he was in the New Japan Rumble at the Dome. He won that, and we were kind of saying, "Boy, what are they what are they doing with Big Mike here? This is uh, kind of puzzling." But boy, I'll mm. tell you what: once we got into the month of July. And uh, once we had the G1 special shows, he had that match with Omega there. And once we got into the G1 Climax 27, boy, Michael Elgin has been having quite the year of matches. Match quality-wise. Like, in, a, in, in this year, it's amazing that the, the quality of matches Michael Elgin has had. And I don't want to say they're going to go unnoticed, but we said it last week. It's like, okay, so next weekend you know you're going to see great matches during the, the semifinals and finals, right? And, right? and there's a very good possibility they could get lost in the shuffle. Um, even with that said, I think that uh, Elgin's match against Omega, and we'll, we'll, again, we're going to hop all over, kids. Elgin's match with Omega is is up there with, with one of my favorite matches of the year. It's just a fucking pleasure. What a, what a 
Oh my goodness! They have such I a won't... good chemistry together. I mean, every time they—I I mean, all the matches that they've had throughout their New Japan uh, careers. Um, they had the yep. ladder match at the Minion last year. They had—they did have a G1 match last year as well, I believe. But boy, these these past two, and especially the one from this past week, what a uh, like you said, what a pleasure to watch. And Elgin, see, the problem is he—he's uh, having an MVP year with ten other MVPs. Right. Exactly. Right. I heard that somewhere before, right? Yeah. Exactly. It's a text uh, message. Yeah, no, listen. You can use my material, Colin. It's okay. <laughs> uh, but that's, that's the truth, right? I mean, think of, think of, think of how crazy that is. Like he's having a, a, an MVP-type year, and not Montavious, kids. Uh, he's having an MVP-type year. First IWGP in- IC champion. <laughs> you were right. there. I was there. Uh in a year where there's, you know, seven, eight, nine different MVPs, which is which is mind-boggling. My head fucking explodes thinking of it. Now, let me ask you this. Okay. So we're coming off a big Mike win over Kenny Omega. That's a big win for him because we, we were we were clamoring for uh, that Mike needed a win. Right? And that was a win I had penciled in in my mind because— Really? It, yeah. Yeah, it made, it made sense for uh, uh, one of Kenny Omega's first U.S. title defenses to be against Michael Elgin. He hasn't defended that title yet, you know. It's the G one, Damon. I understand, but you know, we're when would he have defended it? I don't know, somewhere. <laughs> what? It's been a month. Isn't there a thirty day rule somewhere, right? Don't you have to defend the title or are we just forgetting about that? No, right? look at he, he he won this on the first weekend of July, right? Right. There the were no sec- shows after that until the G one climax. I want it. come on, just defend it somewhere. Come on. No. No, <laughs> no, that's what the, 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 the this tournament is for him to get opponents to defend I against. Understand, but I feel like you have to defend the belt. All right, I'm just kidding, of course. Not in July. Um, all right. What's the, the end of July? What is it? The thirtieth, right? What's is it? Thirty-one days. In Today's July? the thirtieth. No, but is there thirty-one? He's got one more think, day in July. I think tomorrow's August first, buddy. No, it's the thirty-first. We got Monday. Oh the 31st. yeah, it is thirty-first. Okay. Thank God, fucking work. I got to get done before the month ends. Um. Um, all right, so my point being, Colin, so uh, he gets a big win over Kenny Omega, right? That's a right. huge win for, for Michael Elgin, right? Kind of gets him back in the groove, kind of gets him back to the mix. He gets a big win over an established superstar. Earns a future title shot, I think. Absolutely. I think that's uh, in the future, and that's a good thing. Uh, uh, again, a tremendous match. Where where are you on this match, Star Wars? I am in the four and three-quarter star Ooh. territory. You're not going five, huh? Uh, I don't feel five. Okay, that's fine. That's fair. I'm, I'm, I'm going to be truthful. I think it's a five, dude. I think it's a five. Like, okay. Yeah, I really do. I really. Hey, I thought Okada Elgin was a five. So there you go. All right, all right. Um, with that said, I can't believe, like, seriously, in the in in this day and age, we just went. Hey, it was a five. Yeah, it was five. Four eh, eh. three. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> get back to my point, which is meaningless. But we just can wave a fucking. Hand, a tremendous match. Can't wait until my children are watching wrestling and like if the if the opening match is in a six, like right, the show like, is just a total disappointment. Like, right, they're not levitating in the air like the fucking Matrix. We're gonna right. be mad. It's just shit. Uh, um, my point, Colin, that we're uh, trying to get to. Jushin Liger is still there. <laughs> he's he's one hundred and six. <laughs> it's the New Japan Mars promotion. Uh, well, he's still got that mess. He's we'll be like, man, for 106 years old, that guy can really, you know, when he's called upon, Colin, at 106, he can deliver. <laughs> His 50th best of the Super Juniors. <laughs> right? He still can't get a win. Um, my point being is that he gets a win over Kenny Omega. Right. And he loses to Sonata. What's wrong with that? 
That's not weird to you? Um, look, I so guess he, I, I guess if you so look at it from that point, like he just defeated like the biggest w- guy in the company, right? And, and now he loses to Sonata. But again, anything can happen in the G one climax. You know, you okay. always use that old sports analogy and uh, about that's that, that's what makes this tournament so great. And look at Sonata on this night in in a sports context, he was the better man. Okay, I'm I, I'm down with that thinking, but sometimes I don't know. I, I, isn't there a progression of uh, like I don't want to uh, I didn't want to say fifty fifty booking I almost did, um, but it just kind of seems like okay, right? So everybody's on a level playing field. Is kind of trying to say kind yeah. of. I mean, what, what's Yano's purpose in the G one climax? Steal wins from people, right? Yeah. Anything can happen. To, on 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 this night, Sonata was the better man. Maybe, maybe Big Mike had some stuff going on. Maybe his head wasn't uh, in the game a hundred percent. Maybe he was just exhausted Eric, from that Omega match. Eric was sending him nudes or something. Right. <laughs> Look, and that and that that would throw him off. I think. Right. I think so. Right. I would say so. <laughs> you, you never know. Maybe Sonata was just a a little more focused on this night. Yeah. Yeah, I guess, you know, here's the thing about that. Uh, and and while I was quick to kind of, you know, cringe my nose and think, oh, Cring- that's can a good you cringe thing. your nose? Well, you know, kind of like just scrunch my face. Okay. Like, um, is cringe my nose? Would that be the word? That wasn't the word? Like, I'm just kind of rolling, I'm just kind of like making a face. Um, uh, on the other hand, it does make watching these shows a lot more entertaining. Right. right? I will say that. I will say that. Speaking of that, Colin, may I ask a question that you might not be prepared for, but I'm going to ask it anyways, and I'm going to stall so that you can find it. Go for it. Do we have any point standings for Yano and Zack Zabra Jr.? I can give you those right now. Yay. As a matter so who's, winning this, who's winning this dollar bet so far? Okay, so Zack Sabre Jr. Mm-hmm. currently has six points. Okay. Okay. What is what does Toro Yano have? Toro Yano currently has two points. Fuck me. No way, really? Yep. And I believe you said Yano would have more points than Zach once this was all said that. and done. I did say that. Which I thought was just ludicrous because it's Zack Saber Jr. Yeah, that's why I was saying it, because it's Zack Saber Jr. Um Hmm. All right. Well, listen. We're, 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 what would you say? We're a little bit more than halfway done. Yeah. Like like, like tomorrow, I think. Yeah. Or yeah, actually, I don't know if there's a show tomorrow. The first. Yeah. Will be like a, at, at the official halfway point. Then. Okay. I still got time for this. Still got. I'm not giving up that. Got faith <laughs> in Yano. I, I I think there's some ball shots in our future. Okay. Right? All right. A little hair pull. A little ball shot. It's all we need. Good. Sneaky wins. So what we're looking for here. I'd be curious to see what they got. Who they have. I wonder who they have later on. We can get into that later, but um, I wonder who they have on the docket so we can kind of forecast uh, my dollar coming my way here. I'm not going to tell you that. Oh, come on. No, we're not going to talk about that at all today. No, sorry. Anyway. All right, so getting back to the show. (laughs) Getting back to uh, the show at hand. Yeah, Elgin versus Sonata. I thought it was very good. Happy to see a Sonata win again. I think it adds to that. Uh, sport unpredictability factor of the G1 Climax. Uh, Sonata locks in that dragon sleeper, hits the big moonsault. Um, let me ask you this question about Sonata because it's on my mind. Um, look, he's got all the athletic tools, right? Yeah. But 
he's missing something. Now, yes. the question is, what is that something? I'll tell you exactly what it is. Okay. And it 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 plays into who he is and his character. And it's minor, to, but it's something that I see. And and again, I'm no expert by any stretch of the imagination, mind you. But um, it's something that I did notice, and I noticed during this tournament. As strange as it sounds, I really feel like it's his facial expressions. Really? Because there aren't any. <laughs> he's kind of like Darth Vader. <laughs> it really, it Happy like, Vader, I don't care sad Vader. Right, but I don't care if he's selling. I don't care if he's hurt. I don't care if he's on offense. I don't care if he's entering the ring. I don't care if he just won the match. I don't care if uh, girls are screaming at him. I don't care if guys are yelling at him. He's, got, he's completely stone-faced. He is... He's the cold skull. I, again, as I said, it plays into his character, but sometimes I think that might hurt him in the sense of, like, he's he is, like, facial expression-wise, he's dry as toast. And if and if we are in agreement and he's there to tell a story and he's there to, like, I really feel like a, a guy like Okada turned the corner when he learned his, his facial expression. Oh, and he and has some of Kenny, the best. Right. And even Kenny Omega, even though sometimes people will say, oh, he's fucking over the top. It's, it's still really that like like you need to use your body to to tell the story of what's happening in the ring and the connection with the people. And I think your facial expressions have something to do with that. I think I really feel like that there is something there to that. Yeah, I think that's an um, excellent point. I really do. Now, again, could that is, is that the key that unlocks Sonata? I, I don't know. I, I can't I can't say that it is or it isn't. But it, it is one thing that I personally did notice that I think is something that's just just a little off again it's his character he's he's going to flatline he's not going to show any emotion but i think emotion is important when we're talking about pro wrestling i'll tell you one thing uh say sonata i do not like his new getup. you know with no. when, when he comes out with the mask and the and, and the white tank top no i wanted to go back to the skull mask the black baseball bats uh not not digging this new because you know what and maybe this this, this isn't a good point um because Naito is certainly viewed as a babyface, and he's in a heel faction, but it makes Sonata like th- this new look makes him like look look like a white meat babyface. Um, I think it's just something that we just need a little bit more time. Maybe it's just a G one thing. You know, I don't I don't think necessarily this is going to be his look forever. I, I hope think it's so. Special for the G one. I'm not feeling it. No, I mean, here's the thing with us too, though. I will say this: any any type of change, we we are always the first to be like, no, 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 go back to what you was. No, no, no. We are not. very resistant to change. We are. Uh, we are absolutely are. We no, 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 go back. Um, no, 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 Hogan, go back to uh, <laughs> red, red and yellow, red and yellow. That's right. Uh, but um, American I mean, badass <laughs> with this garbage. <laughs> right, right. You know. So, uh, you know, that that's us. But I I think. Um, uh, this match here with Elgin, I thought was good. I don't think it was great. I don't think it was. Um, it's not. It's not in my top list of matches so far. Um, it's somewhere in the middle, and that's fine because middle is is still good. Um, but I it, I don't think it was um, upper echelon G one stuff that we've seen so far. But still, at at the end of the day, I I would give it four stars. I would. Hmm. I'm on the fence, actually. Okay. I'm kind of on the you're fence. You're more in like the three, three, three and three quarter territory. I got, 
I got four. St- I'm, I'm gun shy with the four stars now, Con. I'm very self-conscious. <laughs> that, that really <laughs> hit a nerve and affected really you. Did. It really, that guy rattled me in a very profound way. Me. Obviously, it really did. He hit. He hit. He hit a raw nerve with me. Um, am I going four? I don't care. I'm going four. I enjoyed it. Yeah. Anytime Seiya Sanat is in the ring with someone like Michael Elgin, I'm I'm all in. All right. I'll go four. What the fuck? Why not? Four it is. Nah, you know what? Three and three quarter. Fuck it. Three and three quarter. <laughs> Can't three go that quarter. full four. He's scarred nah. now. Yeah, Thanks, I, whoever yeah. you are, guy on, on <laughs> Reddit. pro wrestling for me. Thanks. <laughs> All right. Mo- moving on to our semi-main event. Uh, Satoshi Kojima versus Kenny Omega. Damon, I love this match. And wow. I'll tell you why. Because this, this told such a great story of Kenny Omega coming out. He's got yeah. the black t-shirt on. He, he yeah. is just totally giving Kojima the old hand wave. And I think he even said something before the match into the camera. The audio was pretty low, so I couldn't hear. But he was talking about how like this was just a house show or something like that. Yeah, like, he, he was, the, he was making no... Tights. No bones about it. He was hand-waving this. Like, even in the match when Kojima tried to do a plancha on the outside, did you see that when he just walked away? He's like, he did a plancha? <laughs> Get a dive? <laughs> yeah, he didn't see that. Um, but somewhere, somewhere at the midway point of this match, Kojima literally chops the black T-shirt off of Kenny Omega and sends him into big match no T-shirt Kenny mode. I, I loved it. I thought that was brilliant. Yeah, I did like that. And I think there are a lot of people that were upset by that column. Really? Yeah, by the by the by. And again, I I got it. I th- I felt like I got it. Wait, wait, wait. I, by 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 what? Oh God, let me explain. So okay. I got it. I felt like okay, he's coming out in and as almost a rib to people like us. Like oh my God, he's disrespecting Kojima. He's uh you know he's wearing his goofy tights and he's wearing his T-shirt. He's not taking it seriously. Right, he's got and the Ultimate right. Warrior trunks on. <laughs> Right, exactly. You know the young buckish, you know, uh, nonsense tights, nonsense tights. Um, but I got it. Like I felt like that—that that was the rib. Like that was, and it wasn't like a, like an insider rib. It was more like, um, you know, he's going into this disrespecting Kojima, thinking it's going to be an easy night. And again, Kojima kind of pushed him to, you know, and and ripped the shirt and 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 forced him to be a more serious Kenny. And even like even in the beginning spots of the matches, like he's doing that. Remember, he used to do that like uh, chainsaw r- forearm rub on the face. Oh yeah, and, and and like the do you want to hear the theory behind that really quick? <laughs> yeah, it was like he shaved his arms. It was like stubble, wasn't it? Yeah, right. He would shave his arms, and like the stubble would act as like a very coarse uh, material on your skin. Yes. Yes. Um, so, I mean, I, I, I got it. Like, I kind of got that. I, di- I really didn't think it, I needed to be hit over the head with that, but, uh, or people needed to be hit over the head with that. But I looked online, classic board, a thread of, you know, the disrespect. And the, I was like, I, that was the story. Yeah, that was, that's what I thought. I thought that was plain as day, but apparently people didn't get, didn't feel the same way. Um, I will say this though, Colin. There is, there is something to be said about New Japan and the way that they book their their veterans and their their legends. You mean they lose? They lose all the time. Often, yeah. It's like something about that. It kind of, I don't know. I, I, it does rub me a little bit wrong way. Now I get that there are tons of new fans and there are tons of people that honestly, let's be truthful, 
They don't give a shit, right? They don't give a shit about what happened in 2006 and 2003. And, and, and you know, they just don't. And I kind of feel that sometimes that booking caters to that mentality. There is something to be said about a guy getting older and a guy constantly losing. Nagata, he's, it feels like they're just dragging him out the pasture. Yeah, yeah. That, that, that's how they treat their veterans whenever they announce that it's their last best of the Super Juniors or their last G1. That's the booking. They're going to lose every match you know until they get that one big win at the end. Which, But that's with this group. That's what that's what these guys. Yeah. Like in the past, it was never that way. I mean, fucking Ricky Choshu went on a run. Ricky Choshu had a uh, had a his last dome appearance where he wrestled four times and he lost once. Wrestled four times on the show, Colin, and he lost one match. That's crazy. Oh, okay. Is it? Well, He's no. I'm I'm just saying, it, it, judging by today's booking, that's crazy right, to think about. Yeah, Nagata's get not getting four wins. He'd be lucky if he walks away four wins in his fucking G1. And and, and, and here's the other thing, um, kind of uh, expanding upon that thought. Uh, I, I was talking about this, we were talking about this last week on the show, and I forget who it was, I apologize. Um, somebody on Twitter, I believe, said like, oh, well, w- what do you expect? Like, Nagata to go on this, like, big miracle run? Well... No, not necessarily. It's not like that happened before. It, 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 it's not like I'm saying I want him to go to the finals, but I want him to be credible and get some big wins. I'm not saying he has to win every match. Just just be credible and have a good last run. Get a, get a few big wins under your belt, not no wins. Right. Who has? Right. He still has no wins. Right. He he's he's at zip. He's at goose egg. I mean, Juice Robinson has more wins. Juice has got two points. Right. I mean, is there anybody? Else? Is there anybody else, if, if you have it in front of you, and nobody else has zilch, right? Zero wins? Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Because Elgin got his wins. Kojima has zero points. Okay. They're, okay. What does that tell you? you yeah, think Kojima, does, Kojima doesn't deserve to have zero points. No. I don't know. I, something about that just, that, that's pretty glaring to me. Like that, like like the two people who don't have any points are Kojima and fucking Nagata. Yeah, the two the two legends. Okay, I don't I don't think that's by accident. I don't know that. Again, I'm not saying that they go on a on a Ricky Choshu run. No, I'm not saying that. I'm just uh, a win. Come pick a fucking win. I mean, we're halfway through it. No points for for again for both of them. For both. of them. Yeah. Right. So if I got one, if I, I got, you know, if I got a little fucking finger to wag, I got to be honest with you. New Japan does a shitty job with their legends. I'm going to flat out fucking say it. For that's whatever reason, job. that's just how they book them in these tournaments. Yeah, I don't. Uh, there, there, there are people that are upset with that. There are people that are upset with that. And and, and truth be told, I'm kind of, I'm kind of leaning that way. Kind of leaning that way. Getting back to the match at hand, though, what did you think? Did you enjoy this as much as I did, like the story-wise? Uh, what match are we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Kojima versus Omega. Of course, that's the match we're talking about. Silly me. Uh, I did. I liked it. I thought it was fine. I thought. Uh, uh, again, I don't think we got a hundred percent Kenny, but I think he was playing that up. Uh, and right. again, I think the first half of the match was was him playing up the the non-serious Kenny. Um, and again, and again, let's keep in mind that he's coming off that match with Elgin that was unfucking believable. So I'm not going to hand wave anything Kenny Omega does at this point. 
Um, and as long as I can get those type of matches every once in a while, I'm fine. You know. uh, but I think I think you're right. This uh, I, th- I I'm I, here's what I'm doing, Colin. I'm I'm coming around to your point of view of that this show did a decent job of telling some stories. See, see. I'm coming around to I'm coming around to your train of thought. I told you once we got into it, you would d- definitely uh, have a better understanding of, I, I, of what I, I mean. I, all right, I understand, and, and I'm there. I, it's still not one of my favorite shows. No, ma- match wise, were there were there other shows during this tournament that had much better matches? Yeah, absolutely. But this don't don't uh, don't sleep on this one, kids. Oh. This has this had plenty <laughs> of stuff to sink your teeth into. Oh, I think if my spleen just ruptured when you fucking said. <laughs> I I apologize, but I had to. Um, so there you go. Uh, Kenny Omega picking up the win over Satoshi Kojima. Kojima zero. Omega eight. Yeah, so well, you, you kind of knew Omega would be uh, high up on the charts. That's for sure. Moving right, along that- to the main event of the evening, Juice Robinson takes on Kazuchika Okada. Damon, one day you're doing jobs in Orlando on NXT, and the <laughs> next day you're in the main event with the greatest pro wrestler in the world in the G1 Climax. I thought that... This was a great match, possibly Juice Robinson's best match of his career, possibly the pinnacle of his career. I mean, think about it. He's in there with Okada. Like, we were burying him a year ago on this podcast, just saying, why is this guy here? What's the point of this? And here he is having a great match with Okada. Um, I I, I, I loved everything about this match. There are a lot of people that circled this one um, that I know. They circled this match and they were excited for it. And I don't even think that this is like, like this is the pinnacle to date, right? And I, because I and I, but I think that there's a higher mountain to climb for Juice. Oh, for sure. I mean, that that's that's pretty exciting, actually. Um, I'm 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 definitely into Juice. I, I'm, I'm I I thought this match was really good. I don't know if it was one of the best Okada matches, right? No. Um, I don't know if this is one of the best matches of the of the G1. Right? No. I would put it somewhere comfortably in the middle. But for Juice, like the excitement that I got from this match was the idea and the prospect of this is a big time match for Juice. This is a big spotlight match. A a damn good a good match uh to boot. Um again, you're in there with Okada, so that's it's if if it's hard to do. It's hard to have a bad match at this point with a guy. Um and and when people talk about like learning opportunities, right? We hear that a lot feedback that we get from our listeners about people having and taking advantage of learning opportunities. I think this match more than anything, more than more than the the actual quality of the match, like what got me juiced, pardon the pun, was (laughs) was the fact that like you could see that this match is is like one of those those corner markers, one of those fucking put a flagpole in it and you we can look back three years from now two years from now and be like oh remember that fucking g1 match against okada that's one of those things where things start even further you know like i'm more excited about the future of juice now than i ever have after this match absolutely took the words right out of my mouth yeah that's that's where that's where i got the excitement uh from this match that okay like to me, you could see it. You could see. Uh, you could almost see it as the match is happening. How Juice is going. It, this is going to that match, kids. 
make sure that you download it or you save it or you have it on your hard drive or whatever the case may be. Because you're going to look back at this at that moment and you're going to be like, okay, there, there's one of those turn the corner thing. Kind of similar to New Year Dash, right, where he gets the, the pinfall. Uh, uh, and he goes on and challenges Goto and, and the Naito stuff. And, and, you know, those little fucking flagpoles in the ground, this is going to be one of them. I, th- I really feel like when we look back on his career, this is going to be one of them. In all of Okada's G1 matches so far, there has been this reoccurring theme right at the very end. And I don't know if I don't know if you've noticed it. We saw it in this match where it looks like at the last minute Okada's opponent is going to get the better of him, right? And and like yeah. you you you're, you're rooting for the opponent at, at, at this point like, "Oh my god, he's going to do it. He's going to he's going to be the, the the first black mark on Okada's mad tear that he's on." But like at the yeah. last second, Okada, "Nope, I'm going to catch you in a German suplex, Rainmaker 1 2 3." I love that. And we saw that here where Okada's he, he he's ready to give that 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 final Rainmaker, that final blow to Juice and Juice just punches him right in the face. Right. And he goes for uh, his finisher, the, uh, the pulp friction. And my God, it looked like he was going to fit that. It looked like he was going to hit that. But oh, Okada catches him in a German Rainmaker one, two, three, and he continues on this this streak of his, if you will. Yeah, it, I love it. Yeah, undefeated, right? Yeah, he he is undefeated. Damon, I'll tell you what. There's a part of me that thinks Okada's walking away from this G1, like as G1 champion. Be pretty amazing, he, wasn't it? He's got ten points right now, and like the, the the magic number for most people to get to the finals is twelve. So all he needs is one more win. <laughs> yeah, essentially. I mean, not mathematically, right? No, but no, no, no. That's the sweet spot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that, that that's the sweet spot. Usually, twelve points. Ha. Five wins, zero losses. Ha! Who does he have around the corner? Do you know? I mean, obviously, he's got Omega on the semifinal night, right? And that match. You know the trilogy, right? That, that should be fucking amazing. And and you know, I know that we talked about last week how we were hoping maybe possibly we would have Okada and Omega go, you know, you know, undefeated going into that that match. But that's not going to be the case. So do you think Omega, or excuse me, do you think Okada picks up a loss somewhere? Well, let's see. His uh, next opponent, which is going to be on August 2nd, Wednesday, August 2nd. That's the next B-Block show. He is going to be facing Tama Tonga. Tama Tonga gets a fucking win. I I do not think that is going to happen. I don't. I think he's definitely going to pull some slippery eel shit, and there's going to be that moment where you're like, oh, my God, I can't believe this. But that's happened in every Okada match thus far, and he comes out victorious at the end of it each and every time. um, Before I make a prediction, who else has he got? So he's got Tama Tonga. He's got Tama Tonga coming up on uh, August 2nd. Next B-Block show after that, I believe, is... Saturday, August fifth, and he has evil. That one scares me, actually. Well, he, he, here's another thing you have to take into consideration: um, whoever beats Okada, you have to assume, like, if he gets beaten in this tournament, whoever beats him, you've got to assume that they are going to be in line for a future IWD, IWGP heavyweight title shot, uh, right. maybe at Destruction or King of Pro Wrestling, unless your name right. is Tomohiro Ishii, of course. Uh, <laughs> right. Uh, that goes out the window. We, we, we totally disregard that. Anyway. Right. Um, but, all right. But, so we can assume, right, Colin, I think safely assume that, that we're, we're kind of 
focusing on evil Suzuki, right? Yeah. Yeah, so because evil eliminate... defeated Suzuki. I think he's going to chase the Never title, even though Suzuki obviously gives no fucks about the Never title since he never brings it down to the ring with him. <laughs> right. I, did you hear Omega, the one show? I, I forget which match it was. Yeah, he's yeah. like, oops, I forgot my title. Yeah, I'm going to get in trouble. He said, oh, Jesus Christ, I forgot the belt. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get in trouble. That, that's the greatest. Um, all right, so evil's losing there, right? Because because I think a safe bet is we're looking at Suzuki evil never title, right? Yeah. Okay. So and and again, by the good grace of God, there's no fucking way Tamatanga is getting a win over Okada, right? They're I not cannot blow... envision a Okada Tamatanga t- title match. I I just right. can't. The streak being ended by Tamatanga. No, that's not happening, right? No, they they, they might as well ha- have had it ended by Yano if that was going to be the case. I would have preferred it. Um, <laughs> boy, you hate boy. Some shade being thrown towards Tamatanga. From, from, from no shade D. at all. Oh, no, it's no shade. No, right. no fucking. Shade. No. He's right. the best. Um, at least Tangalo is not in the tournament. <laughs> thank God. Um, who else? So uh, again, we're we're predicting two more wins for Okada, right? Okay, so we we we've got Evil on August fifth. Next B block right. show after that, Tuesday, August eighth, mm-hmm. and Kazuchika Okada has mm-hmm. Minoru Suzuki, mm-hmm. who is the Never Champion. Right. What do you think? Do I see Suzuki defeating Okada? Huh. Having two losses for Suzuki. Guess Okada, by the way. Two losses. For, yeah, that's right. That's right. They did have that uh, excellent match from the new beginning earlier think, this year. You think Suzuki gets a win back? That would, <laughs> I, that would, that would keep, that would keep Omega and Okada tied. Hmm. If Okada is going to get a loss, I think that's the place you've got to do it against Suzuki. Because the next match is, is Omega, right? Uh, next show after August eighth, next B block show. Yeah, that's that's Kenny Omega. So they're tied. They both have a loss. Away we go. Third match in the trilogy. And not only that, but um, Suzuki is one of those guys who. Okay, yeah, I can see that as a future like King of Pro Wrestling main event. Okada Suzuki. You know what I mean? All right. We have we have the you know we have their trilogy. If he's going to okay. lose to anybody, it's going to be Suzuki. Okay. I agree. I think so. I, 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 if gun to my head, that's, 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 that's where we get, that's where the magic happens with Okada Omega. Mind you, I'm not convinced of it either. I'm not convinced of anything, but <laughs> like, but like us talking about it out loud does make sense. It does make sense. They could definitely do that. Cause he ain't losing the fucking Tamatanga. And again, if we're looking at evil, to me that he's he's lined up for um, Suzuki. Suzuki, and and again, we need to get Okada a loss. That would make sense. Suzuki gets his win back, but more importantly, they're tied. So that semifinal match means a whole hell of a lot. Mm. In that case, Omega has to keep winning as well. Well, yes, but what does he have? What does he do? You, do you have that in front of you? All right, let's go through this. Give me a moment here. All right, I'll uh, shuck and 
jive. <laughs> second jive day. No. Uh, so Omega on Wednesday, August 2nd, right? That's the next B-Block show. Mm-hmm. Kenny Omega is going to be taking on Evil. I don't think that Evil's going to be chasing the U.S. title. I just, I just don't see that. Right. I think, again, we're looking at uh, Kenny and uh, Elgin, if, if anything. Um... August 5th, he's got Juice. Uh, look. Hmm. Now he's beating Juice. Damn. I kind of had Juice penciled in in my mind, though, because that that would be an interesting title defense, like, in in um, on American soil, I'm saying. Like, can you I'm not saying that. Like, saying, uh, that's not even saying that, that that can't possibly happen. It could still happen. Probably not, I think, though. I think Omega wins, though. And then Omega. the last match before Okada for Kenny Omega is Sonata. So Kenny Omega's got to beat two Los Ingo Bernabes members. That's right. He's got to be Evil Sonata, and he's got to be Juice. Interesting. I think that can happen. Yeah, I think, I think that can happen too. I, and look, if if I'm booking this, I think that's a great idea. Have Omega and Okada with one loss each, and then you know their their final is uh, going to mean something. That semifinal is going to be tremendous. Oh, that semifinal is going to be tremendous. I just wonder what they're going to do because okay, so Okada beats Wait. Omega the first time at, at at the dome. Second time they go to a draw. I mean, you can't have them go to a draw again, right? I think Kenny wins. I think Kenny wins. Okay. I think Kenny wins. Gets rid of Okada in the tournament, but that means Omega then goes on to the finals, right? To face Tetsuya Naito. That's who. That's who we had penciled, right? That that is who he had penciled. Okay, that's that's what I'm going with. That's what I'm going with. Now, again, there's a million other factors. I'm sure Fale is going to be in it. Like, like everybody, like everybody's pretty much bottlenecked right now with points, right? Naito has six points. Okay, give me that block. Do we know who who's got what right now? Yes, we do. Block? So, so, so Ishii six points. Naito six points. Uh-huh. Tanahashi eight points. Uh, you, you, you figure like I'm thinking. It's Tanahashi Naito. So yeah. the two semifinal matches you're looking at are Okada, Omega, Naito, Tanahashi. Correct. Naito gets his win back, gets him to the finals. Omega gets his win back. Omega gets his win, period. Well, win, correct. And then we got Omega, Naito, with Naito taking the win. Right. Is that so what we're looking at? I think so. Let me just go through the points for this uh, A block really quick. So, okay. Ishii, six points. Naito, six Tanahashi eight, Yoshihashi two, okay. uh, Chief J, Goto six points in the mix. Yep, yeah, that's right. He's in the mix. Uh, Zack Saber Jr. six points, Kota Ibushi four points, and Bad Luck Fale six points. Do you know? Okay, Duke. So that's B block. Give me A block. Or was that A block? That was A block. You want me to Got give it. you the points again for B block? Give me B block, please. Okay, B-Block. Juice is at two points. Okada, ten points. Kojima, zero points. Madness. Omega, eight points. Elgin, four points. Sonata, six points. Uh. Suzuki, six points. Tamatanga, four points. Yano, two points. Evil, eight points. Evil's got to fall apart. (laughs) He has to. Yeah, he's got to fall apart. Imagine if Evil's in the final. 
That'd be crazy, wouldn't it? That'd be interesting. Yeah. Um, all right, so we're sticking with that, right? That's how we're going to see this played. I'm, I'm, who's, what's surprising to you right now? What number kind of sticks out to you like, huh, head scratcher? I'll tell you uh, mine. Bakota Ibushi. Yeah, absolutely correct. Kota that's, Ibushi that's... with four points, and everybody was so anticipating his return, and a lot of people clamoring for that Ibushi Omega final, which I never thought we were getting no. at the end of this, but... No, I knew that. Still, a I... lot, lot of people wanted it. Well, I think a lot of this has to do with the fact that, you know, Omega did that interview with Dave and Brian. Uh, we're first-name basis now. Uh, yeah, um, naturally. Um, where, you know, he even hinted at stuff that we had talked about many times on on our show. You know, the gays. You know, the, the uh, Ibushi-AJ match where... Again, Omega didn't get involved, but there was that camera shot and the gaze and and the look and the and that whole thing that they apparently impromptu did and 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 the production team found and caught, which I find amazing. Um, that that's two years old, right? That's from 2015. Was was that from the G1 actually, or was that from their invasion attack match? I can't it was, remember. It was a match. It was a match. Yeah, yeah. It was, it was match. a match. We're sure of yeah. that. Yeah. Well, yeah, but I, I forget what show, but it, it wasn't G1. Okay. Um, that, that was Invasion Attack then. But, again, we're still talking about that gaze, and people are still kind of fantasy booking around that gaze. Hey, that's one of the things New Japan does best. Little things they like do. that. They, they the go payoffs. on and... Right. Yeah, the, the, those payoffs. We're, all, uh, we're, we're still to this fucking day on July 30th, 2017, still hanging our fucking hats on that gaze. Everybody wants it. And I think the reason why is because, you know, it's not for nothing, they've had that match before, and it was amazing. Right? And they want to see it on a bigger stage. They had it at DDT. And it was a big stage at the time for DDT. It was 2012. Okay. That was five fucking years ago. And We're both still... of these guys are, quite frankly, better wrestlers at this point. Absolutely. Absolutely. So everybody's kind of... Everybody wants this. Everybody fucking wants this. And again, Omega made mention to it, you know. So again, that kind of re, re sparked the the talk and the and the chatter about Are it. Are you saying and everybody then, wants some and you want some too? I want some too. <laughs> the way the stockings run up and down. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Don't don't take them off. No, leave no, no, them no, no, leave don't take them off. Don't take, leave them on. Leave them on. <laughs> no, no, a little bit to the right. Uh, uh, I'll pay you job. for it. What the fuck? <laughs> good job. Good job, Diamond Dave. Um, he should be in this tournament. <laughs> I mean, Dave should be in this tournament. Uh, all right. So anyway, that's what everybody was, is hoping will happen. Um, based off of that interview, based on what happened in the past, four points for Abushi. A little bit of a disappointment. Will he be involved in some way? Maybe he fucks over Kenny. Maybe he fucks over Kenny in the final. Who knows? Um, I don't think that will happen. But no. we'll see. But we'll um, see. Uh, while we're on the subject of Kota Abushi, what do you think of his loss to Bad Luck Fall A from the 29th? Caught in the fall, my friend. That's right. And I don't know if you know the answer to this question off the top of your head, but uh, somebody asked us on Twitter, like, has there ever been anyone who was kicked out of the bad luck fall? And for the life of me, I I can't remember. I'm guaranteeing you somebody did, either Tanahashi or or, or Nakata. Somebody had to. It'd have to be one of those two. Uh, um, I don't think it was Yoshihashi. (laughs) No. I can't think of it off the top of my head, to be quite frank, but um, I'm sure somebody has. But 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 the best part about it is, is that you, your ass goes up in it, you're, you're eating it. 
And, and, I, and, I, and I do protecting finishes. I'm a huge fan of protecting the finishes. Love it. So uh, I'm okay. If you again, if you get caught in it, you get caught in it. You think um, a lot of people are, are are feeling a bit shabbated with Ibushi because you know oh, there are yeah. some people out oh, there who no. had had Kota Ibushi running away with this whole thing. No doubt. There's always I'm, a few in the crowd. Oh, I think there's more than a few. I think there's plenty of people that were uh, that are uh, looking at their 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 pickums right now, a little disappointed at four points for Ibushi. That's for sure. Let me ask you uh, about a few matches that took place during the course of the past week. Um, a match that I really enjoyed, uh, the main event from the 29th, Ishii versus Naito. You know, whenever these two get in the ring, I think that you know you you are in store for something special, especially when the match gets to, like, that final home stretch. These guys just kick it into a another level. And uh, we saw Ishii pick up the win there with the Brain Buster, and my first thought was, boy, there's a, there's a great briefcase defense for Naito. Down the, down the road. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And Naito, you know, the, the pinfalls that Naito has, has taken, I'm not going to lie, are, have been a little shocking to me. Like when they not occur. to me. No? No, because I'm thinking again. I, I, I ha- In my mind, I, I could be way off. I have Naito walking away with this whole thing. I think this is his year. And the two guys that beat him are two guys that make the most sense to be challenging for the briefcase in yeah, safe, future safe events. Defenses. Yeah, yeah, I mean, safe Ishii, defenses. Fall A, those are his two losses. I mean, there's 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 two safe defenses for you. That's a good point. Uh, I think it's the, uh, that's a safe statement. Safe statement. I like the match a lot. Um, I think it's in the, in the upper mix, right? I think it's in the upper favorites of mine for the, for the tournament. Um yeah, you're right. These two guys to get together. I mean, what 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 the fuck did we expect? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's just, and that's a. Sh- I don't want to say that's a shame, but like expectations are so high. Like the bar is set so fucking high sometimes that I feel like even good matches. Not that we're hand waving, but it's just like, how could you? How could you discuss? We'd be here for six hours talking about these matches. It's like how much more blacker could this album cover be? And, and the answer <laughs> is none more black. Right. Uh, it's 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 craziness, but this match was good. Um, definitely definitely a four, uh, probably in 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 four and change. Right? Oh, I'm going I'm going four and three quarters. Wow, really that high? Yeah, I I, I, I thought I, I thought it was better than their uh, G1 special match. As a matter of fact. Wow. I think it was in the same boat, and I think I was in four and a halfs for that. So, uh, I'm I'm probably I'm probably right there. I'm probably right there. Oh, wait, well, let me ask you a question. Not the, not to switch gears. No, no. Do you think Elgin Okada, uh, Elgin Omega, better than than Long Beach? Um, ye, hmm. I, I'm kind of hesitant because their Long Beach match was so damn good. That was my, maybe one, of, it, it, arguably my favorite match of the Long Beach weekend. I don't think I'm prepared to say that this one was better. I really don't because I hesitated I there, and I feel like I I have to go back and I have to watch them back to back now. I'm gonna tell you flat out. This one was better than Long Beach, and Long Beach I loved. I, I think they beat Long Beach. Yep, I think they. Did. Hey, that that that's a fair assessment. I'm certainly not going to argue with you, but I mean they're they're pretty damn close in yeah. terms of quality. Uh, this match, <sighs> some of the fucking that that fucking what was it the the Steiner, uh, pl- not the Steiner Plex, but the the the, the pile driver spot. Right. What does Steiner call it? The Steiner. Wow, what does he fucking call it? Like Scott Steiner, I just remember doing it all the time. Oh, that fucking pile. Like he does that Kate. Oh, 
the knee strike, and then he just crushes Elgin. And Elgin, for his credit, to his credit, the way that like he just went, he, he got his ass up, and his feet were power, like just oh, fucking unbelievable that move. That move, I I I say it all the time. I jumped out of my fucking chair and I squealed like a twelve year old girl. Couldn't believe it. I thought he was dead. I thought he killed Elgin. We saw a nice burning hammer here from Elgin as well to pick up the win. So uh, I'll give you a little fucking something. This, <laughs> give you a little, give you guys a little insight. Um, I knew this was coming. One, there's one point. I forget what match it was, where Elgin was wrestling somebody, and I to- and I was talking with him, and I was like, "It was you Naito." Know, was it the Naito match? Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right, because he didn't hit a burning hammer, and I was and I told him I was like, "I want to see some fucking burning hammers this weekend," and he said back, "If if I hit a burning hammer, that motherfucker isn't kicking out." <laughs> <laughs> and I just remember him hitting that burning hammer, and and there it is, no fucking kick out for Omega. In this case, and I just remember that. Like I look back at that fucking text, and I was just like, "Fucking right, fucking big Mike, hitting the burning hammer." That was beautiful. Uh, I th- I think that was better. I think that w- I think this match was better than, than this that, match but. was longer for sure. This match went about it was twenty four minutes thirty nine seconds. I think their G one uh, their their long beach match rather was about fifteen minutes. Yeah, yeah, you're probably about right. All right, I know we're jumping around a little bit. Uh, get us back on track, boss. Well, also, um, for w- while we're on this same night, which is uh, July 27th, that's when the Elgin Omega main event took place. Another match that I really enjoyed from that night because we got to see a different side of Okada, the 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 cocky, arrogant side, was the the Kojima match. Yeah, I I I, lo- I love heel Okada when 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 he's taunting the old veterans and Tenzon's getting in the ring because he's all fired up. And and, and did, did you hear the crowd too? Yeah. They're chanting for Tenzon. Boy, they wanted to see Okada get his ass kicked. They wanted to see a fucking veteran get a win. That's yeah. what they wanted. <laughs> right, right. They They're don't like get me. that too often. No, they certainly don't. Yeah, I like Prick Okada. Prick Okada's great. Prick Okada is, uh, is like Prick Tanahashi. Both great. When, when Tanahashi is, is, has that little bit of a fucking jerk-off in him, that's great. Love it. I'm gonna make. I, go, go, go ahead, go ahead. I was gonna say about Okada. Right. To me, it. I don't know what it is, but do you do you see him acting a little bit more? Um, he acts a little bit more hyped up. You know what I mean? I, like, I was thinking that. Yeah, when he comes out, when he makes his entrance, he's all. It, it looks like he had ten cups of coffee before he came yeah, out. Yeah, 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 yeah. It looks like me before the fucking pure cast. <laughs> right. You're all. <laughs> you've got your monster. You got my monster. I got fucking uh, Britney Fox playing in the background. <laughs> I'm ready to fucking roll. Uh, yeah, he's out shaking barricades and shit. He's the fucking ultimate warrior. He's the fucking ultimate rainmaker. He should come out the girls' school. <laughs> <laughs> Long way to love. Um. It's awesome. Yeah. He, yeah. He does seem more fucking hype. That's for sure. Um, Wouldn't it be something if on that, uh, on their August 12th match, I guess it is, between mm-hmm. Okada and Omega, wouldn't it be something if we saw a little uh, Bret Hart, Stone Cold, WrestleMania 13 action where the roles kind of change places mid match or even, even a little Rocky Four action, if you will? Mm hmm. Look, Omega right now is poised and and set for a decent babyface run. I mean, yes. he's already a fucking bait. Let's be honest here. You know, he's too sweet and everybody down the goddamn ramp. <laughs> yeah, you know, he's got girls squealing for him. Uh, guys squealing for him. Yeah. 
Um, uh, you know, You're squealing for him. I'm squealing. We all squeal for Kenny. He's a fucking baby face at this point, right? I mean, for Christ's sake. I'd love to see more prick Okada, though. Like, more arrogant, smiling, I'm I'm the best and I know it, Okada. Yeah. I, now I'm trying to think. Has there ever been a dynamic? I mean, maybe back in the day with Terry Funk, right? But even when, when Terry Funk was, like, super over babyface in all Japan, it was mostly he was fighting the Bruiser Brodies, the Stan Hansons, the Abdullahs. Like, there really wasn't a Japanese feud, right? It wasn't like they were the, like the fans were against Jumbo and fucking Tenru, right? I wonder if there's ever been a really serious, hardcore Japanese gaijin where the gaijin is the fucking big-time babyface. I mean, big-time babyface against a Japanese heel. And the fans were all in on the gaijin. I'm sure there's I'm somebody really- out there listening right now that is like, has 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 some match on their mind. I mean, not even match. Like, I'm talking like a big time fucking program, right? A big time fucking program, like like we're talking dome. Has there ever been that, guys and gals? Has there ever been that? That would be something. That would that like what what you're asking for right there is, dare I say, a complete culture change within pro wrestling in Japan. Because traditionally, it's always been we're bringing over the Americans, we're bringing over the, over the foreigners, we're bringing over the British, so that they can fucking lose to the Japanese guys. And so that was that's 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 what Japanese pro wrestling is is fucking built on. Look, I don't know what uh, Okada and Omega have in mind for their third match, but all I'm saying is, wouldn't it be something if they go into this? And I I, I think most of you would agree that these two guys are the two best pro wrestlers in the world right now. If if any two guys could go in have have a match m- manipulate the crowd to change midway match, I think these two guys can do it. I really do. But I think that's a tall task, man. That's that's that it is, is. A very fucking tall task. It is because what you're asking for is do me a favor, guys, while you're in that ring and having that great match, change the culture of Japanese pro wrestling for me. <laughs> well, I mean? it, I'm saying ok- Okada can get people booing him in Sumo Hall against Kenny Omega. He can. I think he could do I, I'm it. I'm not doubting it. I mean, that, but I will say that. like, So so in, in a year where they've had two of arguably the greatest matches of all time, we're asking for a huge shift in balance. Again, we're talking at our asses here, everyone, but um, that's what we I'm do. I'm just talking about this match. This, this. Right, but 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 that match again. What you're asking for is, hey, Japanese crowd in Sumo Hall, get behind the the Canadian. Hey, they don't call uh, Okada the master of puppets for nothing. <laughs> I don't think all they right. call him that, by the way. Uh, well, you just did. There so, you go. All right, look, that's that that's an interesting thought. I don't know uh, if they can, listen. Listen, if anybody can do it, any they can do it. If anybody can do it, they can do it. Um, but that's a tall task. That is a that is a tough, tall task. That is a tall, tough task. That is a triple T. One other point I wanted to make uh, before we uh, talk about some of the upcoming matches. You know, we, we we were talking about how Kenny Omega, like, it's basically a baby face for all intents and purposes when he comes out. Boy, mm-hmm. t- to me, biggest baby face in New Japan right now is Tetsuya Naito. 
Like his entrance during that Ishii match. Like, did you see when he was fist bumping with that little kid? Yeah. Like Tetsuya Naito is just he's he's the biggest face in the company. Yeah. The, yeah. the, I, I the said reaction it was a for him seconds ago. Yeah, but but you're right. I think it it's is. Naito. I I, th- I think Naito. If if just by a sliver, kind of beats out Omega for biggest baby face. Who's supposed yeah. to be a heel? Look, I just don't get it, Colin. I don't know where they're going with this Naito thing. <laughs> <laughs> 2017, Damon. Still, uh, what, 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 what is this? What's what? He's got these handcuffs he's, on. Yeah. What? I don't understand. He's like taking his time getting to the ring. Fucking Larry <laughs> Zabisco. <laughs> Everybody's wearing the fucking hats. Uh, I will I, say this though: he needs to get a new suit. I'm sick of that burgundy. You don't uh, like the job. burgundy one? Nah, I'm 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 over it. It's nice, but I'm over it. He needs a new one. Maybe like a maybe a white like, one. You like the white one? He has the white one. He since white since one he's a, a baby face, he could come out in in, in all white. <laughs> fun fact: you want a fun fact? Sure. My order for, from Gaijin Collectibles. Uh huh. It's going to be a Los Ingobernables cap. Oh, it did. wow. If I would have told you two years ago when we were recording this, Damon's going to be one of those guys in the audience with the fucking LIJ cap on. It's oh. the white the black one, the white one with the, oh with the black God. trim. What, yeah, what a mark. Uh, what I know. A mark. I know. Seriously. You know, I'm the fucking worst. Fucking worst. <laughs> what? Thousands of dollars they fucking spend a year. I'm just a big fucking mark. All right. Uh, where are we going now, Colin? We got some previews? We got uh, some shows coming up here? Yeah, I want to do a brief preview for, uh, first of all, the August 1st show. Since we have no show tomorrow, we get a little break, which I like because our, our show comes out on Sunday night, Monday afternoon. Gives uh gives the folks a chance to take a little breather, breather uh, listen to some PuroCast, and catch up, right? I agree. I agree. Okay, so August 1st, uh, and this is the A Block. First match, Yoshihashi, Bad Luck Fall A. Mm. I see a bad luck fall in Yoshihashi's future. How many points does uh, Yoshihashi have? Two, right? Yeah, he's only got two. Fale's got like eight. (laughs) Yeah, Fale needs to pick up some losses. Let's be truthful here. Because Fale ain't making it to the fucking finals or the semis. Sorry. Can can Yoshihashi pick up a win here? He could, but you got to remember that I, I believe Yuji Nagata's last G1 match is against Fale, mm. and that would kind of be cool to have Yuji Nagata spoil Fale. Good point. Colin with the fucking good points this show. Well, you know, I'm just what. thinking ahead. I'm, all, I'm always thinking ahead, planning, looking at yeah. long-term booking, Damon. I'm instant gratification, Colin. Yeah, I, 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 oh, I know. you, <laughs> Boy. You... <laughs> I went Okada Omega at the G1 special. <laughs> God damn it. Remember that? Remember, remember that? Oh, do I ever. <laughs> Almost got into a blood feud over that one. Christ. Uh, push my buttons. Um, yeah. I, I want uh, it now. Bob, I want it now. I want it now. Saving shmavings. <laughs> um, I could be dead. I could be dead tomorrow. Um, line up the women. And the drinks. Uh, King Damon of of House McDonald. <laughs> Entertain me. Oh, <laughs> uh, imagine what it's like living with me. Oh, um, you poor wife. <laughs> Good God. <laughs> she, she's like winking at people when they you know, when, when you introduce her. She's like, help, help me. <laughs> it's like the secret <laughs> wink, like the save me wink. <laughs> I met her one time. She picked us up from the airport, and I was yeah. like, "Boy, this this woman seems a bit distressed." <laughs> like, <laughs> please, that was that was a that was a calm night. She's like, oh. 
No, that's nothing. I'm trying to text her, are you being held hostage? Just <laughs> delete this text after. <laughs> oh. Um Yoshihashi, back to Yoshihashi. Please, uh, possibly getting points. a win over Fale. Uh I'm saying no, Fale wins. Yeah, that's that's what I'm saying too. Um Makabe versus Zack Sabre Jr. Zach's got to fucking lose here, Colin. And and what a perfect opportunity with a guy like Makave, who um, could probably use a win, right? Well, he's got like four points as of this podcast. You know, I just had his uh, numbers up. I just had his numbers up, and now I don't. I'm sorry. Uh, but he could use a win. Yeah, and, four and points. You're right. You're right. Four points. Four points. There we go. See? Uh, and Zach uh, needs some losses, Colin. So I'm going with the Makave win. Big Makave win. You're not getting past. You're not getting past. That's right. Not getting past the official mascot of, of the New Japan PuroCast. That's right. Togi Makabe or, or, or Toji Makabe, whichever you prefer. <laughs> By the way, uh, fucking delicious chips that guy has. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, he has his own like potato chips mm-hmm, things, mm-hmm. right? They taste like vanilla and like cough it sounds gross me describing it but it's like a flavor unlike any other flavor i've ever had in my life like it's just like it's almost like a sweet potato chip fucking great i can't wait to get back to japan because i'm buying seven thousand of them i'm clearing out a store of them i do love sweet potatoes uh but not like a sweet potato like a like a healthy sweet potato gum make no bones oh we don't want anything healthy oh no these things will fucking stop your heart um no, I'm talking like a potato chip, but a sweetness to it, like a like a almost like a vanilla taste. Is it too oh, sweet? Too, uh, too sweet, Colin. Too sweet. All right, uh, what else we got? Yuji Nagata versus Tomohiro Ishii. Man, I can't wait for that. That's gonna be good. Yuji Nagata, how fucking under, underrated has that guy been? Oh, poor, that... and the poor guy's got the suction cups out. You see his back? Yeah. All fucking that whatever that. He's got is. the leopard spots. Help? Yeah, how does that fucking help? Well, it gives him the the, the spirit of the uh, the the, the cheetah because the cheetah uh-huh. goes sixty miles per hour. It's the only land animal that goes that fast. I learned that from airplane, by the way. What's the <laughs> fastest land animal? Cheetah. Cheetah. Uh, yeah, I don't know what how that helps a body the suction cups, but he's on it. He's doing it, and uh, God bless that him. Be a good match. Bless him is right. Whatever works. And I think we're looking at an Ishii win there. By the way. Uh, yeah, I mean, if, if, if we're talking about Nagata getting his one win against Fale, I guess you're right. Yeah, I mean, he, he could, like, Ishii's a guy who he could beat, but again, I just, look look at prior booking. Look at Tenzon, look at Liger. I think you know where we're going here. Right, I, I, I'm tending to agree. Uh, Goto versus Naito in the semi. Uh, I think Naito's got to win that one because he's only at six points. This'll... Yeah, he's got two losses, yeah. Yeah, this will pump him up to eight. I don't think he's losing at all uh, in the rest of this tournament. Uh, I think we're looking at a go-to loss here, I'm sorry to say. I'm in agreement. I'm in agreement as well. Yeah, he needs to pick up uh, consecutive wins to get him over the hump. Yes. And finally, the main event, a rematch from last year's first night of the G1 Climax, Hiroshi Tanahashi Mm. versus uh, Kota Ibushi. Not going to lie, Colin. I'm really looking forward to this one. As am I. As am I. Um, now, like, Tanahashi's got, like, 50 points. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I think he needs to lose at this point. I think Abushi's uh, going to get his win back from yeah. uh, the the 2000, excuse me, the 2015 G1. That's when that happened. Abushi uh, at four points. I think he needs uh, to earn some. I, I think Abushi's coming out on top here. And okay, so this will be an amazing talk- match. It will be an amazing match, no doubt. Um, we talk about the other block, you know, 
being tied going into the semis. How many losses does, does, does Tanahashi have? One, right? Yeah, Tanahashi. And again, I'm sorry, my uh, I feel like I should be ruffling p- papers together. <laughs> Come on, Dave. Um, so again, if we're talking, so basically Tanahashi needs two losses and Naito needs two losses. Naito already has his two loss. Tanahashi could use to pick up one. If again, we're looking at that block semifinals. Yeah. Yeah. Tanahashi is eight points. I mean, the, the only loss he had was against Zach. Correct. First night. Yeah, that's it. Okay. He's got to lose here. So you think, you think it's uh, Ibushi picking up the win? Yeah, and not only that, that, that that's a that's a tasty IC title match down the future. Oh, fuck yeah. Like Wouldn't a King that be of Pro nice? Wrestling Sumo Hall. Think about it. Well, mm. I mean, think about this. If, if that's the case, then then his next two opponents, Tanahashi, we're talking about. Abushi. Zach. Zach. Yeah. It's pretty nice. I, I think so. We're, we're, we're looking at a, a, a nice second half of the year, folks. Yeah, I, I can get into that. I can I can dig all that. All right, nice. All right, and then what else we got? All right, so that's August 1st. Uh, right. Let's move on to August 2nd, which is going to take place from Fukuoka. I've been there. Yeah, yes, you have. Uh, that, that that was uh, You saw Goto win the title there, am I right? That is correct. I saw the Young Bucks. Guess who I saw Kenny Omega defend the IC Junior Heavyweight title against? You Alex Shelley. That is correct. In an underrated match. That is correct. Alex fucking Shelley. You are correct in that. Very good. Good job by Colin with the fucking memory. Great job by you. All right. Uh, B-Block show, August 2nd, Fukuoka. Uh, first match, Juice versus Sonata. Hmm. That should be good. I think we're I looking at a that. Sonata win. Probably. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to give you a solid probably. I'm going to give you a definitely maybe, as Liam and Noel would say. Um, Sonata win. Go ahead. All right. What else? Elgin versus Toru Yano. I have a bad feeling about this for, for Elgin. I really Elgin do. Elgin only has four points, though. Yeah. And he's coming off a loss to Sonata. Coming he's going back-to-back back losses? Uh, look, it's, it, it's Toru Yano. Yano needs some points for my bet. Right, for your, <laughs> to, to make your calculations correct. Yeah, I'm giving needs you a to fucking a dollar here. And boy, what a that Elgin is almost like the perfect guy in a way for Yano to get that oh my god win over. If you think about it. Fuck. How can a guy I can't think of a help here's a question. Now I'm gonna pose to the loyal, faithful, and monstrous audience that we have. Is there a guy that you can think of? That has had a great year, a, a great year match quality wise, but for whatever reason the booking just doesn't work out that way. Like he's had a great year quality match, but he's like loses. Like the only guy I could think of that could possibly be that guy would be like Bobby Eaton <laughs> back in the back in the day. Like that's the only guy I can really think of that like has taken so many fucking losses, but has had match quality be so high. I wonder. I wonder, could this be a ball shot? That's what I'm leaning towards. Could be, Colin. I'm going to give you... Uh, uh, yeah. You're going to give me the benefit of the doubt? <sighs> Only because I don't want to pay you a fucking dollar. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, I should have... Boy, I can kick myself yeah, for you, not doing yeah, a bracket now. Yeah, I'm an animal, Colin. I would have been like, I'll pay your fucking rent. <laughs> <laughs> and God knows I could use that at this point. Right? I mean, uh, seriously. Get a fucking... 
could have just cleaned me out. I'm going to win this one. I, I feel confident. Go ahead, Toriano. Get the ball shot win. I need, I need right. my dollar. I need, to, I need to hold on my dollar. All right. What else? Uh, Kojima versus Suzuki. Does Kojima go fucking over? I think so. Fuck me. I, I don't think he's going to beat Suzuki. I mean, could you see a, a Suzuki Kojima never title match? Actually, yeah. you, you know what I think should happen, <laughs> if you want me to be honest? <laughs> this whole Suzuki not bringing the never title out, let's just forget about it. Yeah, we're yeah. just going to just, just Fuck it. pretend it never happened. Look, and, yeah. look we, we've got the IWGP heavyweight title, the IWGP intercontinental title, the IWGP right. United States title. Let, let's just forget about the never title at this point. What does it matter? It kind of just fades away. Yeah. And then and we wake up one day in the middle of March and be like, what the fuck happened to the... Right. Yeah. Phase it out. Phase it out. Because we're not doing anything, anything interesting with it. It's not like Suzuki's going to be defending against, like, Bushi. You know what I mean? No, but you got, you know, evil. That should be fun. We, we, we've got too many titles is what, is what we've got. Right, right, look, I want to see this Never title gone. When was the last time the Never six-man belts were defended? The, the, the what? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Phase right. them out, too. Let's let's bury this Never acronym completely. Never, never more. Yep, ne- never more to the Never titles. All right. Um... Yeah, I think uh, Suzuki wins. Yeah, and and he needs to look. I, I I'm still not entirely. Uh, huh. I had Suzuki going to the finals. You did. I I, I had a Naito Suzuki final because they like they like to do things like that. Look at last year, Goto. Yeah. You still you still going with this? I don't now. I'm like, huh? Maybe maybe I should have just gone for the most logical final, like I was preaching against for weeks. We do overthink things. Oh, I'm the, I'm the king of overthinking life. <laughs> right. Right. We do overthink things. Suzuki gets the win here, though. Yeah, Suzuki gets the win. All right. Uh, All right. And then o- what else? We got? Okada versus Tamatanga. Fucking again. It's going to go for that Rainmaker and a gun stun out of nowhere. <laughs> One, two, three. Right? Right? No. No? No. no. Okay. No and no. Okada right. gets the win. All right, and then and then last but not least, Kenny Omega versus Evil, which has me concerned. Uh, but no, I think uh, Kenny will remain with one loss. Okada has the loss. Away we go. Okada will have the loss once yes. uh, Suzuki defeats him. Correct. Oh, and there, you know what? There is a way, right there, that uh, Suzuki could kind of play spoiler. That's what I'm saying. Yep. Hmm. Yep. All right. Here we go. Yep. Yep. Here we go. We got it booked out, kids. <laughs> so there you go. I'm that, sure, that I'm, is sure, a... I'm sure mathematically it doesn't fucking work out. But no. Eh, whatever. No. We'll, 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 which which is why I scrapped my bracket in the first place, because I, I got too frustrated. I was, like I said, it was like 2 o'clock in the morning. I was like, ah, oh, I got to fucking do this before. And then I was just, yeah, I just looked at it. I was like, oh, I can't make this work. And then I just started crying. And that was a... <sighs> well, I think, that that's a, uh, I think that's a show for today, Damon. What do you say? Yeah. Yeah, oh, I think so. It's a beautiful day here in uh, lovely uh, East Coast Philadelphia area. Not a cloud in the sky. Blue skies, low humidity. And I'm sitting here talking pro wrestling. Why? Because I love doing it with all of you. And uh, so Someone's going to isolate that clip. I love doing it with all of you. <laughs> the police are going to come to your door. 
<laughs> one of the greatest things I went on a fucking rant, a text message rant about some nonsense. And Colin types in, I'm sending these texts to the police. <laughs> I I reread it later in the day, and I kid you not, Colin, it was the funniest thing I fucking heard all day. Um, have my moments. You do have your moments. Uh, but it is a gorgeous day, so I can't wait to go outside and enjoy some of that uh, as we wrap up another award-winning performance here on the New Japan Purecast. There you go. That is today's episode, folks. We've got uh, August 1st, 2nd to look forward to uh, during the week, as well as August 4th on Friday, and uh, two big weekend shows coming up, so rest assured we'll be back here next weekend, same time, same place, to talk about all of those shows and all of the amazing matches that are sure to happen. And uh, remember, NewJapanPuroCast.com, your one-stop shop for all things PuroCast. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, subscribe to us on iTunes, and all that good stuff. And you can also subscribe to Voices of Wrestling, their great podcast feed. We're usually up there every Monday afternoon. So uh, no shortage of ways to check out the PuroCast. And of course, please check out our great sponsor, GaijinCollectibles.com, your one-stop shop for all things in the world of Puturesu merchandise shipped straight to your door from Japan. Damon, any last words? Please, um, again, our good friends at Wanth. Remember Wanth, the, the, the fine people over there uh, who make those custom buttons? Well, I should be getting them this week. Now, I don't have a million of them right now. Um, I, I have a handful, so uh, a lot of them are already earmarked, but they look wonderful. I can't wait to get them in my grubby little hand so I can give them away. Um, I guarantee you I'll be ordering more, so uh, we'll find a way. I don't want anybody paying for them. Like, I just feel silly. Dirty. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, what am I going to charge people a dollar for? You know what I mean? So I'll find we'll find a way to get you these because to us, you know, if you wear them on your bag or on your jacket or on your whatever, uh, that means the world to us. Right. That's very cool that somebody would do that. So I'm we'll asking find a way $20 to... a piece for the buttons. That's in, not not including tax shipping, <laughs> uh, self-addressed stamped envelope. Right. All that's going to go into my bank account, by the way. So. Yes, we, we, uh, he's going to live off of the uh, buttons. Yeah. So again, check him out. It's one. It's the number one T H G O O D S. They're on Facebook. They're on Instagram. Uh, I can't say uh, enough great things about them. So uh, give them a look, and we'll find a way to get rid of these buttons. Hey, uh, this weekend I will be at a show. If you want to come say hi, by all means. Uh, you know that uh, Onita FMW. He's coming in for CZW. Um, at the Flyer Skate Zone in Voorhees. I know there's a ton of people that are going to go to these shows. Well, guess what? So am I. I'm like 10 minutes from it. Uh, we're looking forward to it. We got a lot of people flying in for this show, so it should be a fun time. So uh, look me up. Uh, I'll be there along with uh, our good friends Eric from the Classic Board. Mackie will be there. Uh, Danny, who's also uh, on the Classic Board, will be there. So a ton of people. Damon's going to block them all on his phone after the night's over. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> They're all going to get blocked. You're all getting blocked. Oh, the magic of Damon. Uh, so, again, come say hi, and uh, we'll have a good time. Uh, all, all that Saturday. It's a whole, whole fucking day. Um, so come say hi there. All right, I think that's it for me. Uh, Colin, uh, bring us home. All righty, folks. So on that note, for Damon McDonald, my name is Colin Miller. We'll catch you guys right here, same time, next week to talk more G1 Climax 27.
In a world of one million wrestling podcasts, there is a new shining star with great interviews, analysis, music, and and me, Matt Coon, on total engagement. Go to any podcast platform to listen today.